Excellent show today. Special guest, Colton Dixon. Multiple millions of downloads on his tunes. Great Christian rock singer, pop, just all around good guy. And a welcome, Colton, to the show. What's up, everybody? Colton, there hey, he is. Having me, Jason. Appreciate it, man. You know, I used to be the youngest, youngest kid in the writing room, but not anymore. And it's it's uh it's a little disheartening. There's a there's a session where I don't know how age came up, but uh, I was the oldest guy in the room, in the writing room. And I'm like, wait a second. When did that happen? When did that happen? But uh, now, yeah. Have you always been writing? Uh, I've, uh, I've written, I've written for a long time since I was 14 or 15 years old. Uh, it's, that's kind of my therapy. Um, you, you mentioned yours is doing podcasts and mine is <laughs> man, getting in a studio, writing a song. Um, it's just kind of nice to, either escape from the world or have a safe place to talk about the world. And, and, uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. You know, that's one thing about this show is we always steer clear of politics and we steer clear of uh, other things, but we never steer clear of religion. And one of the things is, you know, we're going to talk about it later on in the show is like, we do get these dark times and especially with everything going on in the world. And, and like you said, it's your therapy is a lot of what you do based on, on your, um, Oh, I'm going to edit this out. It's based on your faith. Yeah. Um, I grew up in church and, and faith is the most important aspect of why I do what I do. Um, it's really easy to get caught up in the hoopla of it all. Um, I'm sure it looks a lot more glamorous to people who don't see the behind the scenes, but, uh, but man, having people come up and, and sharing like, man, um, one of your songs helped me get through this or, or that or, or whatever it is. It's like, man, that's why I do what I do. And and uh, so thankful that God uses songs. I think that's the coolest thing. Um, he's done it with me, too. I'll hear a song on the radio at just the right time. And I'm like, man, I needed that. So it's cool to, to be able to do that for someone else. Music is like the key to so much in this world, man. For like, I probably ever since someone could bang two rocks together or, or bang two pieces of stick together and belt out a tune. Me, yeah. I have no rhythm. I have no voice. But hey, you can catch me singing to the top of my lungs at any concert. It That's doesn't matter. We appreciate people like you. We <laughs> are more people like you. It's like, man, it doesn't matter if you can sing or not. Sing with us anyway. I appreciate a lot of people singing louder than me. Then you won't hear this voice. <laughs> That's awesome. Cole, what is that like? You know, you, you go from American Idol, um, which is mainstream as it is, but you don't have the quite, you don't have that, like, you know, thousands of thousands of people straight in front of you during the auditions and everything. Sure. And then, you know, a time later, here you are in like just all these people in front of you singing your songs and what is that feeling like? It's uh, it's really, really. It, it would be a lie to say it's not cool, um, but it's also really weird. Uh, yeah, you're, these are people that you've never met before, and they all know who you are, and they all know, like, they know your songs, which are like you know the deepest part of me. So it's like, it's just crazy. Um, 
it's it makes for a really fun show when people know the songs we've played shows where people don't know the songs and that's fine too but uh but yeah it's really cool and also just like it's just crazy i don't even know how else to say it it's just uh yeah it's a really wild experience but it's fun what was the, the first big show you did oh man um it was probably even on the American Idol tour. Um, mm-hmm. Those were arena shows, and, yeah. and several of them sold out, which was crazy. And we're we're kids, you know. We're we're <laughs> like, wait, what? We're playing Madison Square Garden. What? Like, you know, all these things. Um, but I actually got to play one of my own songs during that tour, which was a huge honor. Not a lot of people get to do that, and. Um, the first few shows, it was really new to people, but then we released it online and the next few shows I saw people singing the song and I'm like, what? They know it. They know the song. It like blew my mind, but that was such a cool, such a cool tour. I like that American Idol has kind of transitioned into allowing more original tunes it seems like if you're doing something original, you really have to know all your pitches, all your everything else. But if you're singing a song that's already been out there, you could practice that a million times. You've heard other people sing that song. Yeah. Um, it's a big risk doing your own song on a show like that. Because uh, it's not like they can say, oh, it was the wrong song choice or, you know, oh, um, you know, whatever. It's like, hey, this is what I want to be. And if it's not up to par with you know the next contestant singing all of me by john legend people are going to view you based on that right so you better make sure it's a good song but sometimes it works so yeah my wife and i have enjoyed we we didn't catch this last season of idol but we saw the season a couple seasons before we have really enjoyed it yeah there's only so many john legend and whitney houston songs to uh, replicate (laughs) it's true that is true where did you grow up let's talk about your backstory yeah um i grew up right outside of nashville tennessee it's in a a town called murfreesboro tennessee um yeah just kind of a mid mid mid-sized town um nashville was great um music everywhere um so it made it really easy um to to jump into the music scene but uh yeah So Nashville, country, love it, um, but you don't really focus on like, you know, it's not like Christian country music here. Yeah. How did you get into your and your genre? It's funny you say that, man. Um, yeah, country music is all around me, but I don't have a country bone in my body. Um, I've tried really hard not to have an accent, so we'll see how I do during this interview. But um, yeah, I, I just gravitated toward more of the rock stuff growing up. Um, bands like Skillet and Switchfoot and um, DC Talk back in the day. And um, yeah, just music to get my blood pumping. That's what I loved. Um, you know, if, if I would like start nodding my head or banging my head to something, I knew it was for me. And and uh, I did that for a little bit in my own career. It's a lot of fun. Still fun to do live. But yeah, you kind of just evolve um, growing up. It's kind of like when your parents listen to a certain kind of music which means you listen to that kind of music when you're young and then you start developing your own taste. 
Uh, I want to say congratulations. Twins are on the way. That must be an amazing feeling. Man, you and I talked a little bit before. Parenthood is like the absolute best thing in the world. We we can't wait. We're so excited. I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little scared, but we're we're mostly excited. Um, we never like officially sat down and had the conversation like, "Hey, are you ready for kids?" Like, you know, we talked about you know trying for kids in like two three years. So the first one was a surprise. The second one was like a really big surprise. I think I almost threw up, like I was close to throwing up, but we're past that. And we're just, man, what a blessing Two at once. No, it really is. It's, it's incredible. When I met my wife, she was out in California and, um, we love California. We don't love the taxes in California, but we love, we love the sunshine and, and, uh, Man, um, yeah, I don't know. I, we might we might have a place there one day. Um, we both love the beach. Just something about the beach that, unfortunately, Nashville does not have. Nashville's got a lot of things going for it, but the beach is not one of them. So, um, yeah. But uh, I think uh, I think we'll be here um, at least for first few years. But we're we're going to stay open and. And uh, what's nice is Nashville's kind of a central location. So for touring and things like that, it's it's a lot easier to jump on a bus and then arrive back on the bus and not having to fly somewhere else. Um, yes. To the wife and kids. So um, I'll enjoy that for as long as we're in Nashville. But yeah, we'll see. We're open. Now, you mentioned Skillet before. Have oh, you ever played with Skillet before? I have. I am. That I, must be awesome. I'm a panhead, brother. Um, by the way you're talking, I think you are as well. Love Skillet. Me too, man. Uh, fun fact is John and Corey from Skillet actually worked with me on the creative team for this new musical project that I did. We uh, we have the same management and have played a lot of shows together over the years. And Great people. Such great people. But man, they put on a good show, don't they? Goodness yes. gracious. So fun. I have yet to be able to get to a show because I haven't been to a show and I, geez, I can't remember the last time I went, but yeah, I got it. I have to see it when we start going back into the normal of, of shows and everything like that. I've got to see them and I've got to see you too as well. So I Come on. throw that in. Maybe you'll find a co-bill somewhere along. That's the way. what I'm talking about. It'd be fun. Yeah, I, I really dig, you know, and that's about the the Christian genre, I like to call it, because it's like, it's in a new mainstream. That's what I think. I think a lot of people really like it. You know, a lot of us fall in these dark times. We were, we were talking about that before, too. And you could really test your faith when you're on the dark times. And I'm sure you've tested your faith within this industry. The music business has, has been notorious for just being, it could break you down. How have you, how have you fallen back on your faith with music? Um, man, I was talking with someone a little earlier today about this. It, it's in t- times like this where you have um, kind of two choices. You have the opportunity to choose fear or faith. Um, when you give in to fear, um, it's just not. It's a lie. Um, you're. I'll put it this way. I, there's two categories in life. There's steal, kill, and destroy, which we know comes from the devil. And then there's life and life more abundant, which we know comes from God. So 
um, with every situation that arises, it's like, all right, is this to harm me? It's like, okay, cool. Then I'm not going to have anything to do with it. But is it to give me a hope in the future? Yeah, that's what I'm going to stand on. And that's what I'm going to choose. And, and this season's no different. Um, I think a lot of people have God's role kind of confused. I think he, he gave us free will to choose, which means we have consequences. Um, you know, so some people are like, oh, you know, um, it must be God's will for me to go through whatever it is. And it's like, maybe the reason is because you were stupid, you know, and you've got a consequence because of your action, or we live in a fallen world and sickness is here and all these things. I'm going into full preacher mode right now. Sorry. No problem at all. Um, but yeah, man, with, with this season, it's no different. Um, I know that God works all things together for good for those that love him and diligently seek him. So I want to be on that side of all of this. Be like, Hey, this looks really bad, but God says, it's like, take him at his word, just go for it. And uh, I think it's going to work out. Yeah, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to have you on the show was because, you know, as a service member and as a veteran now, um, you know, we always reach back on faith. One of the first things that they give you when you, you go to boot camp or basic, at least back in my day, 20 some years ago, was a mini Bible. And, you know, when we go overseas or wherever else, you could almost always find a Bible packed in someone's gear. And faith is absolutely imperative to your strength. I think a lot of times you're going to find out that so many people have done so much heroic stuff because they felt a really strong bond with their faith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, faith during these seasons, um, it's it's tested. Um, again, you have that choice, faith over fear. Um, but it's in these seasons where you can see your faith grow. So it's in those seasons where it can be life or death, um, or it can be, um, you know, you know what the right decision is, but you don't necessarily want to make it. Um, but but you you fall back on what you know um, and what you've already experienced in your life. It's like, well, he got me through this time, so. It should be easier to choose faith this next time. And then it's just going to get easier and easier and easier until it's not even like you're falling back on it, but it's just like a no brainer, like, Oh, we're fine. It's, it's just what's always in front of you. Um, but I love that. Um, I think it's so true that in, in our, you learn a lot about a person in those situations, but when they choose faith and they choose to push through and it's like, yes, it's awesome. That's what it's about. So good. So let's talk about your grandfather. Yeah. Um, man, my grandfather, he passed away, uh, gosh, a little over a year ago now. I can't believe it's been that long. Um, but he actually served um, in the Korean War. He was in the Navy. Um, just an awesome guy. Uh, man, I'm so thankful f- for him. But we wrote a song uh, kind of. I was inspired again, one of those inspired moments um, and uh, wrote this song called not goodbye, um, which I think is just a beautiful way to look at death, which is not a fun thing to talk about or to experience, you know, losing a loved one. Um, but yeah, I wrote this song. that's like, man, um, he was a believer. So I know I'm going to see him again one day in heaven. Yeah. My grandfather was just an awesome person. Um, I have so many crazy stories, so many you know, tender stories, but 
um, I always grew up wanting to be like Papa. So um, just a great guy. I wrote a song kind of out of a similar situation a few years ago. And um, I'm sure you've seen American Sniper with Chris Kyle and and um, Chris's wife um, posted that song that I did and said, man, this has really helped me deal with things. And I'm like, whoa, it like you, I don't know why, because people are just people, but whether it's a celebrity or, I mean, I remember seeing that movie in theaters and just being, you know, pulled to tears. Um, but you never think that your music or whatever you do is going to reach those people, but it did. And it was just such a cool moment. Uh, but I was able to, um, jump on and dedicate a couple songs to the Chris Kyle foundation. Gosh, just a few weeks ago. And, uh, such a cool opportunity to be able to do that. I was really honored that they asked me to do that, but yeah, so they reached out and, um, and asked if I would dedicate a couple of the new songs from the new project, um, to, um, just give some encouragement to people, um, that follow their, their page on Facebook. So i I jumped on and uh, it was just me at my piano right right over there in the corner and and uh, I played that song dedicated to my grandfather. Um, you know, it's just like, man, um, here's to the ones who have served and and who've um, maybe even like gone up ahead of us. Um, it's cool. We're gonna see him again one day, um, but just kind of a a toast to those people. So such a cool opportunity to be able to do that. Very cool, brother. Very cool. I appreciate you doing that. You mentioned a piano. Let's talk about the piano tutorial. That seems pretty yeah. cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, so that was filmed right over there. <laughs> Very cool, man. There it is. Um, man, um, I love piano. I grew up playing piano. And I've had several fans uh, reach out, and they're like, hey, will you ever do a piano tutorial video for one of your songs? And we actually wound up doing a piano version of my new song, Miracles. So I'm like, hey, cool opportunity. Uh, let's film it. So I, I had this contraption, to be honest. It was, but it was my phone was hanging above me, so you could catch my fingers. And a friend of mine actually wrote out the music what I played, and and uh, yeah, we we uploaded it for people so they can learn how to play miracles. Kind of fun. That's very cool, man. I, I yeah. you know, doing my little, my quasi research for it. I was like, piano tutorial. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like YouTube's where it's at, man. YouTube. Man, I'm learning. <laughs> if you don't know anything, God. you can find it on YouTube. It's true. Well, Colton, I appreciate you coming on, man. I really man, do. Thanks so much for having me. I hope um, this encourages somebody out there and, and uh, looking forward to reading that new book. Send it over. <laughs>